Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Paincast. It'll be season two, episode two. And uh, the title of this episode, I'm sure, might have some of you curious, maybe. But I, uh, I want to talk about something that a lot of people don't like talking about, mostly because it can be incredibly personable. It can be uh, hard to talk about. And uh, well, yeah, that's, that's where we're going to start. That's how we're going to start this. So what I want to talk about is honestly the start of my life. I want to do some, I want to do a series where I'm going to talk about me, a lot about me. And it's not to be like conceited, it's because I want to explain who I am. I want to, sorry about that everyone, for that weird pause. Something happened, I had to mute my mic, and I'm not great at editing. But, uh, I want to talk about me little bit because I'm I've been doing a lot of thinking lately and I want to start trying to be my own brand and I feel like in order to be my own brand I need to explain who I am and what I stand for and why I stand for things like that and, and what things mean to me honestly and I feel like in order to do that I need to talk about me. I need to tell people who I am. I'm not going to tell you who I am. Some of you know who I am. Many of you probably don't. And that's okay with me. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to get into some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, anyone who's, who's listening, uh, this could be considered graphic, I suppose. This could be considered hard to hear. But we're going to start at the beginning of my life. Where where I, where pain, me, started. How my life started. Uh, my mom was... I think she was 15 years old when she had me. She was like 15, 16 or 17. She was very young. Pretty sure she was 15 because I think she had my brother at 13. And uh, my mom, I'm going to use some explicit language, was a, a meth whore. Meth head, meth whore, bad decision maker, drugs, crime, had it all. And she's just slept with a lot of different men all the time. You know, it wasn't, obviously she wasn't safe, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Uh, so, so yeah, I, uh, <laughs> that's the person who gave birth to me, that'd be my birth mother. And as you can imagine, someone like that isn't very reliable, isn't very good, not fit to be a mother, one might say. So I was born into that. 
I was born into a horrible start in my life. A terrible, terrible, terrible first once it was four years. And I'll get into why it was so bad. I will. Uh, y'all, I appreciate you working with me here because, like I said, this stuff isn't, it's not fun to talk about. You know, I don't, it, co- it costs a lot of problems, which I'm also going to get into. And this is going to be multiple episodes, varying lengths each, but I'll try and explain things about me. So when I say my childhood caused a lot of problems, uh, it caused severe depression. Uh, I have PTSD. I got, I got diagnosed with it and I suicidal tendencies <clears throat> I have I've had that for a while um, oh the biggest thing <laughs> I developed a disassociative disorder for my childhood uh, I don't you know kids my therapist even told me this multiple times kids from the ages of zero to four that's when it's almost that's your most crucial time for emotional development that's your that's your most crucible crucial time to form a bond learn what's right and wrong learn how to love learn how to react to things you know kids are tantrums but it's it's how they learn you know that that's very crucial and it's gonna it's gonna play a part when you hear about my childhood it's it's gonna be important and, uh, yeah, the dishy sort of disorder out of everything, all my problems, you know, the whole trauma portion of everything, honestly, I think that's the worst one I've had. That's my, that's the one that's caused the most problems in my life. The depression, you know, I've lived with that as long as I can remember and it sucks. I don't really know what it's like to be happy. I'm learning. And the the PTSD, you know, I never like using the word trigger, but there, there are things out there that trigger. I'm so jumpy, so extremely jumpy. Like today, as an example of how jumpy I am, I was in the break room every Saturday at work. My company buys us lunch, and I, they just bought some, you know, I made a little sandwich. It was just some ham, some cheese, some bread. And I turned and my boss walked in and I literally jumped like four or five inches off the ground and she's laughing. She's like, Blake, come on. There's no way that that scared you. And I went, no, you'd be surprised how jumpy I am. So yeah, that, now yeah, we're gonna get into why. So as a child, my mom, she was addicted to drugs, all kinds of hard drugs. I know meth, I know coke, I don't know heroin, I don't know about anything else. I know that those two were very prevalent, alcohol, party animal, uh, just a lot of it. And um, she was with a lot of different men of that same type, and those men weren't exactly kind people by any means they were assholes uh they were horrible people and there's a lot of abuse 
And I'm going to get into the abuse. I'm going to get into what they did, you know, physical abuse. You know, they beat us. My brother and I, they beat us all the time. Um, there's sexual abuse. I'm going to talk about some of this stuff, too. You know, there's, there's definitely sexual abuse. There was emotional abuse. And, you know, for a long time in my life, I suppressed a lot of this. I did, I did, you know, I was very angry all the time, very depressed all the time. But I didn't know why. And then as I got older, things started to surface and cause problems. I started sleeping bad. And all these problems started happening. And give me one second, everyone. I got to go check on something. Brief pause. Be right back. Apologies on that. So, the these problems I started surfacing as I grew older. And you know, going through life, I never really felt anything. I felt anger all the time. I was so mad all the time. I was so envious of all these other people in my life that I met. These kids, you know, when I went to school and you know, there were kids that were, their parents were going through a divorce, but they still lived in a nice house. They'd been with their family for so long. Their siblings, they never experienced any hardship other than their parents going through a divorce. And I would freak out at them in class. I would yell at them. I'd tell them to stop whining, stop bitching. Your life is great. And there's one girl in particular. She was crying nonstop for multiple days. This was my sophomore year of high school. And at the time, I didn't think I was an asshole. I didn't. You know, I was like, shut up, you know. Shit happens. Your parents are going through a divorce. What do you fucking do? You still have a good life. You know, your parents still love you. But you know, obviously, I'm on the outside looking in. I didn't know anything. I didn't. I never learned more. But, you know, going through therapy, I've learned that, you know, that wasn't, wasn't right of me to say that. I was mad at her pretending her hardship was so bad. But for her, you know, that could honestly have been one of the worst things ever you know what i went through and what she went through are so very different that's not fair to compare you're not supposed to compare yourself to people and i did that all the time i couldn't not do it so the abuse the physical abuse we'll start there uh there's one man in particular that i remembered there, there was others but the one man in particular who beat us all the time. Uh, I remember once I was outside playing. It was just me outside. I was playing it in my sandbox. You know, a little sandbox for a kid. And uh, this is close to when I got put into foster care. It was before I broke my jaw. No, this was after I broke my jaw. And I'll get into that too. But before foster care. Well, maybe it was after. I don't know. My memories of my childhood, they're so convoluted. They're just there, and I can't form an appropriate timeline. But they're there, and I'm going to talk about them. And uh, he had a motorcycle, and his motorcycle fell on me because he parked it in the sandbox, right? Me, a fucking three-year-old kid, motorcycle falls on me, and I'm screaming, you know. And this man comes out, and he's freaking out. He's freaking out, telling me, what the fuck are you doing? What are you, what are you playing over here for? And my mom... 
was like, it's a sandbox. And he slapped me in the face a few times. He beat me, you know, hit me, throw me. And my mom was like, stop, you know, and then he'd, he'd hit her, throw her around, toss her around. You know, I, as a kid, I watched this all the time. This happened a lot. We were living in a trailer at the time. I remember that. And uh, I'm going to talk about all the abuse that happened that I can remember in this trailer. We'll start there. Uh, another thing he did while we were at this trailer, I was sitting on a tractor and uh, he found a bunch of earthworms or snakes. Maybe I don't know. There's things on the ground. And he told me I had to eat them. I didn't want to and uh, he took a pocket knife and he shoved it in my leg right above my kneecap I still have scars from it to this day it's been over 20 years and uh, and then he forced me to eat it a three-year-old kid he shoved a knife in a three-year-old kid's leg Yeah. Another thing I remember, he took my brother, my older brother and I, he took us in the bathroom and he was like, I want you guys to do something. And he peed in a cup and he forced us to drink it. And this happened numerous times. And I remember one time in specific, aside from that, we went in there and he did it. I think it was this weird form of punishment. Maybe he got off on it. I don't know. But my mom was in the kitchen. He was doing it. And uh, she called him out for something. He was angry. And as soon as he walked out, my older brother took both the cups and dumped them down the sink. I remember that. Uh, yeah. That's some of the stuff that happened at that place. I remember another time we were at a laundromat and they were letting my brother and I, two kids, four-year-old, three-year-old or whatever, and a five-year-old play. And uh, they put me in a dryer and they turned it on. They were laughing at me. And my older brother, as soon as they looked away, pulled me out of that dryer. You know, if I had been in there for probably more than however long, couldn't have been long, I'd be dead. But if I had been in there for any way longer, you know, I would be, I would definitely be dead. <laughs> you know, my brother saved my life numerous times. Uh, there was another time we were homeless. I remember, you know, we were staying in a car all the time all the time we're in this fucking car and this man this absolute worthless piece of human meat was mad at me in the car I was in the back seat I was crying I don't know why I'm a kid living in a fucking car who the fuck knows why right and my arm was out the window and he rolled the window all the way up like all the way up crushing my itty bitty little arm and I know it's just a car but I'm a kid you know and he's crushing my arm and ever since then, I've always been super jumpy of windows and cars. It's weird. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's not weird, but, you know, all these things. And he would scream at us all the time and yell at us and yell at us. 
And when he'd hit us, we'd cry. And then he'd yell at us until it stopped crying. And then he'd hit us harder. And, you know, my mom never did anything to stop it. Very few times. You know, in fact, I'm pretty sure she was a part of the abuse. I don't know. I've blocked a lot of her out in my life. And uh, now we're going to get to the, the most prolific time in my life that I can remember almost crystal clear. We were living in a farmhouse. And a lot of things happened in this house. A lot of things happened. Um, to start, I remember one night my brother and I were up late and we were playing PlayStation 1. I think it was PlayStation 1. We are playing Mortal Kombat. It might be Nintendo. I don't know. We were playing a fighting game and we heard him coming up the stairs. He was stomping. He was pissed. He was yelling. Probably drunk or high. And my brother, he goes, Payne, hide under the blankets and pretend you're asleep. I did just that. You know what he did? He came up there screaming at us. We were on a bunk bed. It was a small room. I was on the top bunk and I immediately hid. And he beat the shit out of my brother for being awake and playing video games. And I mean, he beat the shit out of him. And, you know, it would have been me and him who got beat, but Dakota made me hide, made me pretend to be asleep. So, yeah. And then I remember another time we were... So I have a younger brother and sister. I don't talk about them a lot because I don't remember them as much anymore. But I know my brother and I, we always tried to take the abuse off of them. We didn't want them to be the ones getting hurt. They were kids here, you know. And uh, he would, uh, we, were, we were playing in a window and like pillows, we were just jumping on pillows, you know, like kids having a good time and he got mad. Our mom didn't care. He got mad though. And uh, we told our brother and sister to go hide and like quick run away because he was stomping up the stairs. And I remember he like, Something happened. Either he pushed me off the window or shoved my face in the window because my nose started bleeding. And he was beating my brother. And uh, I remember that. Um, yeah. Another thing I remember is uh, it was just me at home. I was home. And the man... He stayed home this day, and he was sick. And I was probably four years old at this point. This is before I broke my jaw. And he was he was laying on a bed on the floor, and he made me perform fallacious acts on him on that bed. I remember that. And yeah, I remember that very well. Not proud of it. In fact, it's caused probably a lot of issues subconsciously. Um, The biggest thing I remember from my childhood that finally got the state involved, that got people to pay attention 
to what was going on is so we were living on a farm like I said and I went outside to play with my older brother and we were playing in a cow pen because you know that's what toddlers do right that's what young kids do they go and they play in cow pens with bulls and cows and fences and my brother was in the barn and I was in the cow pen and the bull got very angry he got there was this fence in the cow pen it was very loose and this bull that was in this cow pen came over and hit this fence and it fell on me and one of the bars landed right on my teeth right on my front jaw and the bull stepped on it and it pushed all my teeth in it cracked my hinges tore up my gum it it shattered my hinges actually and uh Yeah, I, I remember it was snowy outside and I stood up because my brother came down. He was screaming at the bull, get the way from me, you know, he got off me and he lifts this big fucking fence off me and I, I look down. I can't control my mouth. I can't open it. I can't close it. It's just hanging there. And I, I look down and it was just a sea of red, so much blood just kept coming and coming and my brother led me back to the house I wasn't crying that I can remember I wasn't screaming I was probably in shock and uh, I remember we walked up to the house from this pen you could see it in the snow the whole way there all this blood so much blood it just kept coming and we get in the house and my mom starts screaming and this piece of shit human being man grabs my brother by the neck and he goes what the fuck happened? And my brother was like, the bull knocked the fence on him. And I was trying to say in my mind, in my mind, I remember this. I was trying to say it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. And the way the stairs were, they're tiny stairway in one area. And he like threw my brother into the stairs and was beating him. And my mom finally did a smart thing for once in her life, called my grandma. And my grandma took us to one of the best hospitals for kids and uh, I was in surgery for a while and the only thing I can think of is why the state finally got involved is this freaking toddler came in with a broken jaw covered in bruises you know all over my body shattered jaw I should say and it, it's messed up my mouth to this day my teeth I have almost no lower gum uh, my teeth are are, are beyond fucked you know if i want to get braces i i couldn't i don't have enough gum to get braces and my teeth can't handle being fixed because of this human being this, this trash that tried to raise me if that's what you want to use the word as you know he ruined my life literally literally this man ruined my life or at least my childhood what happened afterwards on me i'd say but you know these things these things happen to me as a kid you know and i was so angry but i guess there's kind of a happy story 
to this portion of my life. It was springtime, and my mouth was wired shut. And my brother and I, and my brother, my, my older brother and I, and my sister, and my children, we were outside. And we were, we were playing with a beach ball, like a giant beach ball. And this car pulls up, we we're on the hill. And this car pulls up, a lady gets out, and like six cop cars behind her. Six police cars, they all storming in, right? This lady gets out of her car and slams the door and she's like, kids, kids, come here. And all these cops pull out, two of them had their guns drawn and they were running towards the house. And uh, that was the day I got put in foster care. And you know, you'd think going into foster care would be a good thing, right? And parts of it were. I mean, obviously it got me out of the situation I was in and my siblings. But I, many people, what you guys don't know is people that take in kids for foster care, they don't like taking in troubled kids. A lot of people don't. There's a lot of bad people out there who only want, like my brother and sister, my younger one, they were easy. You know, they didn't get as much abuse. They don't remember as much, or at least at the time, they were easier. But my older brother and me, we had problems, you know? We were angry, we were fighting all the time. But I'm gonna get more into that next time. I will, there's a lot. I think this is a big episode, has a lot to uh, sink in. I have a lot more to talk about. And my next episode is going to be what foster care was actually like for me. And uh, yeah. I'll talk about foster care next and huge changes that are going to come in my life. So let this episode sink in. You know, share your thoughts with me if you want. I'll have my Patreon. I have a Patreon now. It's faded underscore pain. Uh, you know, you can always hit me on my Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Fated, F-A-T-E-D underscore P-E-I-N. This is a lot, but I think it's good because I want to talk about it. And you know, obviously the start of my story is dark, but it gets a lot brighter. A lot of good things happened in my life. A lot of good things happened. I'm very blessed to be who I am and how I reacted, but I want to get into that later. I want this to be the basis of where I'm building from. So thank you for those of you who listened this far. I appreciate it. And if you guys have had anything like this as well, just know you're not alone in life. There are more of us out there. And there's people you can reach out to and talk to. There's a lot of good that can be done in life. And I want you all to have a lovely week. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for coming by the Paincast.